Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1867. Foods that cause and fight inflammation by Ashley Ann Laurie at freeformfitness.ca. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of a few shows where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I usually answer your questions. And I thank you so much in advance for sending in your questions. All right, and with that, let's keep this intro nice and short. Get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Foods that cause and fight inflammation by Ashley Ann Laurie at freeformfitness.ca. After hearing last week's blog, you may have already tried a few of our tips to reduce bloating. Whether it was slowing down while eating or avoiding certain foods, if you've been consistent, you may have already started to feel a difference. For some though, this may not be the case. Despite your best efforts, that all over puffiness just will not go away. Don't let that discourage you. We live in an age of information. And so we have to put in the research to help you unpuff and really start to see the results of your hard work. What is causing the puff? Our bodies are never trying to do anything to hurt us. And the puffiness we experience is another great example of this. Chronic low-grade inflammation is a response by the body that is actually there to protect us. Under normal conditions, inflammation is a process in the body that is localized and brought on by injury or infection the body sends more blood, specialized cells, and other chemicals to begin the process of eliminating toxins, infections, or anything else that takes us away from homeostasis. The influx of chemicals and blood in the localized area can make that area look puffy or inflamed. So how does localized inflammation for things like sprained ankles or broken wrists translate to inflamed midlines when there hasn't been an injury? Think of low-grade inflammation as your body's guard dog. It isn't always on attack mode, but it is constantly monitoring the body, ready to strike when things get really bad. Our body calls on the guard dog, low-grade inflammation, in response to a number of chronic health conditions. Metabolic syndrome, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease are a few of the most common reasons that low-grade inflammation is present in the body. What you can do about it. For the previously mentioned chronic health conditions, there are four major risk factors that you can control. Sedentary lifestyle, diet, stress, and smoking. If you want to avoid unnecessary inflammation in the body and lower your risk of developing a disease or condition mentioned earlier, 
then you can reduce your sedentary behavior by getting active, develop strategies to manage your stress, avoid smoking, and the last one, and our focus for the rest of this post, you can change your diet. Foods that cause inflammation. Fighting inflammation begins by limiting foods that cause inflammation in the body. The following foods should be consumed in small quantities to reduce unnecessary inflammation in the body. One, sugars. High levels of glucose in the blood lowers our body's germ-killing abilities and increases cytokine levels in the body. Cytokines are chemical messengers that help with the inflammatory response in the body. Two, omega-6 rich oils. Certain oils have a much higher concentration of potentially inflammation-causing omega-6 oils when compared with others. Soy, palm, and sunflower are just a few examples that can make your omega-6 to omega-3 ratio up to 20 to 1, when it should be 1 to 1. 3. Refined grains. When grains are stripped of all their fibers and nutrients that slow down the digestion process, all they are left with are high concentrations of easy-to-digest carbohydrates like glucose. This fast digestion causes an insulin spike in the body, which has been cited as a cause of inflammation. Four, dairy. I've mentioned that certain allergens can cause bloating in the body. Well, dairy is a very common allergen and can therefore cause inflammation in the body as well. Although a small portion of plain probiotic yogurt can be helpful in reducing inflammation by supporting our gut microbiome, other milk-based products have been shown to increase the inflammatory response in some individuals. And four, grain-fed meats. Grains were not a part of the diet that helped animals like chickens, cows, and pigs evolve. In the large-scale farming operations that are now very common, farmers have to give the animals antibiotics to help them stay healthy on this unnatural diet. The muscles in those animals absorb the antibiotics, and this can lead to inflammation in the individuals who eat that meat. Does that mean giving up meat altogether? No, you just have to do a little research to find the grass-fed, free-range animals. Thankfully, there has been a rise in popularity of these kinds of farming practices, so you can find many grass-fed meat products at the local farmer's markets around the city. Foods that fight inflammation. Now for the good stuff, the foods that can actually help to fight the inflammatory response and get rid of that puffiness. Tomatoes, leafy green vegetables, fruits, nuts, fatty fish, olive oil, and herbs and spices. As a final note, we like to remind you that moderation is key. We have just listed foods that are both good and bad for inflammation. If you limit your consumption of the quote-unquote bad, you should be able to control unnecessary inflammation. Consuming more of the good will also help reduce inflammation. Extreme avoidance or overconsumption are not the goals here. Just take this as another tool in your healthy lifestyle toolkit. You just listened to the post titled Foods That Cause and Fight Inflammation by Ashley Ann Laurie at freeformfitness.ca. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So 
When you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. It's so funny because I just happened to see a recently published article that talked about how leafy green vegetables can reduce systemic inflammation throughout the body. Now, when we talk about leafy greens, yes, it includes spinach and kale, but romaine lettuce also counts as a leafy green vegetable. Ditto arugula. Today's author, Ashley, also listed nuts as an inflammation fighter. This is true. Even though nuts sometimes get a bad rap because they're high in calories, many studies have found that they can reduce systemic inflammation, just so long as you're not allergic to them, of course. This is because nuts are high in monounsaturated fats, an anti-inflammatory fat. Some are also a good source of omega-3 fats, like walnuts. And as Ashley said in today's article, omega-3 fats are also anti-inflammatory. Now, as I talk about these foods, I'm envisioning a nice big salad with some spinach, kale, and arugula, topped with some sliced strawberries, walnuts, and an olive oil-based dressing with some dried herbs for added flavor. Now that's an anti-inflammatory powerhouse of a snack. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber of the show. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow for another Friday Q&A and where your optimal life awaits.